0: Radio, remember radio, we'd sit and close our eyes and use our imagination. Comedy, mystery, a fireside chat, together we sat, listening nightly to our favorite show. You're listening to another premier old-time radio program at pedango.com, and also a proud member of the Blueberry community, another Humphrey Camardella production. The mystery, A fireside chat. Together we sat listening nightly to our favorite show.
1: The greatest story ever told. This afternoon, we present Incident in Bethlehem, a drama inspired by events set forth in the second chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew, events concerning the birth of that child who was to live the greatest life ever lived. (laughs) High in the heavens over Judea, and in the dark sky, all other stars seem small compared to the one great star which shines there. Shepherds have seen the star and know it is a sign from God. And the many travelers who sleep in the open fields have seen it and felt its power. And except for one man in Jerusalem, the star seems a sign of comfort and inspiration. Yet this one man has more power than all other men in Judea, for he is Herod the Great. And he stands now on the uppermost parapet of his palace, looking toward the star. With each passing moment, he becomes more fearful. And as his fear increases, so does his anger grow, until eventually he calls out, Captain! Captain! Come here at once. Yes, Your Majesty. Is it something you wish? That cursed star is still there. I never should have let them go. It was a mistake. They, sir? Three kings coming from far off lands seeking a newborn king. It was a mistake to let them go. Your
2: majesty does not often
1: make mistakes. I have no patience with flattery, Captain, not now. The way they talked
0: about a newborn king cannot be dismissed as merely a legend or a superstition. If there is such a king, he must be found and destroyed. You have only to give the word, your majesty. Now we must be neither anxious nor quick. We must be clever. Before he can be killed, he must be found. And the only way we know to find him is to find those three kings and bring them back here. But they promised to return, didn't they? We cannot depend upon promises. They have set out for Bethlehem. You will find them. You will bring them back.
2: Yes, Your Majesty.
0: This means a great deal to me, and I tell you now, the man who accomplishes this will benefit from it.
2: To serve you
1: faithfully is all I seek, Your Majesty. Ah, oh, you are like the rest of them. Your loyalty is for sale. Your willingness can be bought... I know a man of ambition when I see one. Well, go and carry out the order.
2: Benjamin? Benjamin, where are you?
3: Uh, I'm here, sir.
2: Sleeping, were you? Well, there will be no sleep for us this night. We must prepare at once for a journey. A journey, sir, in the middle of the night?
3: Is there any danger,
2: sir, any trouble? No, there is danger, but not for us. And as for trouble, this is the kind of trouble a man can find very worthwhile. Sir? One man's trouble can be used by another man to his advantage. And such a chance as this, I had not expected it so soon. You will prepare the animals and we'll be on our way. As you say, sir. Tell me, Benjamin, how would you like to be an aide to a general?
3: A general, sir? Are you thinking of having me transferred?
2: What if you could be aid to a general and not be transferred, huh?
3: You, sir? You'll be made a general? Seems
2: fantastic to be raised from a captain to a general in one step, but it is possible. So hurry, this is important. <laughs>
3: been riding for some time now. Don't you think it's wise to stop and rest the animals? Uh, what, uh, what, Benjamin? What to you say? The animals, sir. They could stand some rest. Yes, we'll pull up
2: here by the side of the road and rest them a while.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, Benjamin, dismount. Yes, sir. And now, Benjamin, if you will hold the reins of my horse so that I can dismount it is only right for a man who is going to be a general to have those little courtesies performed for him, isn't it, Benjamin?
3: I, I suppose so, sir. There, I'll, I'll hold the animal.
2: Ah, now. Ah. You know, I've been thinking. The first thing I will do, I will move out of the barracks at the palace. I will have a whole suite of rooms for myself on one of the upper floors. Perhaps I shall even have a house of my own. Oh, no, no, that would not be wise. I must always be at the palace. I must be available whenever His Majesty wants me. Benjamin, if a man is to be successful, the best thing he can do is to be available for opportunities. Yes, sir. Now, you take this evening. Suppose another man were on duty this evening. I would never have had this chance at all. No, no, I shall always... Uh... Benjamin, are you listening to me?
3: I, I, I'm i sorry, sir, I was staring up at the sky, at that star.
2: That star. Imagine such a faraway thing frightening a powerful man like Herod. I tell you, sometimes his majesty is like a child, fearful, superstitious. And yet, why should I complain? His fear has given me this great opportunity. And in the way, it is only fair that this should happen in Bethlehem. Sir? Did I ever tell you, Benjamin, I was born in Bethlehem?
3: Well, no, sir, I never did. Oh,
2: yes, yes, I lived there till I was 15. Oh? We were poor, very poor, and I used to say to myself, one day I will leave here, I will go to Jerusalem, I will become a great man, a great scholar, perhaps, or a great merchant. When I was 16, I left there, and I did go to Jerusalem... But uh, opportunities were impossible to find. No merchant could be bothered with a poor, ragged orphan boy. I know, sir. And as for being a scholar, well, a boy must eat while he learns, and that was impossible. So, finally, I started just uh, as you have started, Benjamin, as an aide to an officer. And then, when I grew older, I became a soldier. Strange what happens to the dreams that boys have. But I cannot complain. I've done well for myself. In fact, it was one single moment that changed my whole career as a soldier. The opportunity was there, and I made the most of it.
3: Sir, was that the time that you saved a Roman general from falling? Ah, then you know about it. Oh, yes, sir. They they talk about that, the barracks, very often. Oh, do they? What did they say about it, Benjamin? Well, sir, they, as I heard the story, they say that this... Roman general was being carried up the great broad steps of Herod's palace Uh, in a litter. True, true, true. And that one of the slaves tripped and fell, and you jumped into his place before the litter itself could fall.
2: Yes, that's what happened. The sharp edge of the litter cut into my back. Oh, yes, it was very dramatic, Benjamin. The way the blood stained my cloak. And the general said to me, You are a good man. I will speak to the king about you. And he was as good as his word. For the next day, Herod sent for me. Even asked me to show him the wound in my back. And I shall never forget the words he said to me. You are the kind of man I like to have around me. A man who thinks quickly and is brave and willing to shed blood for the king. Well, that was the way I became an officer, Benjamin. And that was all I needed Oh, you cannot know what it means to me to return out of Bethlehem as a captain of His Majesty's service. I wonder if they'll recognize me. Well, we shall see soon enough. We had better be
3: moving on. Yes, sir. Sir, see how many campfires there are along the road. Almost as many as there are stars in the sky. You see what happens to people who are not in authority, they take orders.
2: When they are told to go out on the road, they go. And if they must sleep in the fields, that's where they sleep. Such things do not happen to a man of power. Watch out, sir. There is someone there ahead on the road. Uh, Reign in your horse, we will stop and see who is fool enough to travel on foot by night. Are you there? Stand where you
3: are. Uh, Yes, sir, I I will not move. Please, I'm a peaceful man. I shall cause no
2: trouble. You'll come here. It is an order given by an officer of King Herod. Uh,
3: Please, sir, I I have done nothing wrong. You
2: travel on foot in the dead of night. Are you out of your mind?
3: No, sir, but I, I am one of those who must return to the place of his birth to be counted for the tax. And having no animal, I set out on foot. I had to travel all night, else I would not reach there in time. There? Yes, sir, Bethlehem. The town where I was born. So you were born in
2: Bethlehem, huh? What is your name? Elihu. Elihu? Tell me, are you a weaver? Uh,
3: yes, sir, but how, how would you know?
2: Oh, never mind that. Uh...
3: Oh, please, sir, I must ask for, for... It's strange that you would know about me unless there was some trouble. I've never done anything wrong. If there has been a disturbance, if, if that's what you're interested in... I had nothing to do with that, sir. It was the shepherd. Shepherds?
2: What about the shepherds?
3: Well, it was very strange, sir, the way they came along the road, not walking, but running. And the things they talked of, say, it was so strange, I think perhaps... Well, sir, I I do not like to say... I
2: see. One moment, then. Now you will tell me everything you taught, heard everything, you understand?
3: Please, sir, let go of me. I will not attempt to run away, and I will tell you everything.
2: What about the shepherds?
3: Well, sir, to be honest with you, I... I think they were daft, sir, out of their minds. What made you think that? Well, it's the way they talked about the star and, 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 the, and the voice. What voice? Well, they kept saying it was a voice from he- heaven.
2: Sir. See here, old man, I'll hold you accountable it... for every word you say. If you're lying to me, you will suffer for it. No,
3: but, sir, I'm not lying. They talked to me. They asked me to come with them to see the newborn king.
2: The newborn king? Yeah,
3: Yes, sir, that's what they said. They said that he was born... The... The voice told them.
2: Where were they going?
3: They said to Bethlehem, sir.
2: Bethlehem? Yes, Very good. Uh, Tell me, old man, did you see three men ornately dressed pass this way on the road to Bethlehem?
3: Three men? No, sir. I did not see them.
2: Ah, we will find them. Now, old man, you're free to go, and thank you for your information.
3: You're very welcome, sir, very welcome. Anytime I can be of service to his majesty, I'm
2: always glad to do so, sir. Well, Benjamin, did you hear that? I tell you, Bethlehem is a city of destiny for me. Imagine if I could find the three kings and the newborn child. Then there would be no doubt of it. I would be a general. Come. We must be on our way to Bethlehem.
3: Yes, sir. There's
2: the town up ahead. Yes, I can make out the form of the town sentry. He will tell us what we want to know. Do you really believe what the old man told you? About the shepherds? Who knows? We'll pull up here and question the sentry.
0: Who are you? Who goes there?
2: Instead of asking questions, sentry, you will answer some. Who are you? Let me dismount and come close to the torch and you will see who I am.
0: We've had enough strange things happen here tonight. Oh, sir, forgive me. I didn't realize you were an officer
2: from the palace. Well, now that you know, you will answer some questions. Yes,
0: sir. I've
2: heard a weird story about some shepherds. They come here tonight?
0: Oh, you should have seen them babbling about strange things. So excited you couldn't get a sane word out of them. What'd they say? Oh, sir, I wouldn't even want to repeat
2: it. You will tell me. Yes, sir.
0: They talked about a child. A newborn child. Then they said something about a, a voice from heaven. What else did they, sir? To be honest with you, sir, I didn't
2: pay much attention
0: to the rest. It sounded crazy to me. Crazy.
2: Tell me one other thing, Sentry. Did three men come here to Bethlehem tonight? A man dressed in fine clothes, riding on camels. How did you know about them? where they go? Into the town and to the inn, I think. You think? You mean you... You didn't make it your business to find out?
0: Sir, you must understand, I'm here alone. I can't leave the town gate unattended. I couldn't follow them, and since there has been no disturbance after they passed through here, I have no reason to follow them.
2: All right, Sentry, open the gates and let us through. I'll find those three kings. Kings, sir? Just open the gate and let us through. Yes, sir, yes, sir, at once.
0: You understand, sir, that I, I do the best I can. And I hope you'll not report me to Herod, sir. For after all, a man can't be in two places at the same time.
2: I've heard such excuses before, but let me warn you about this entry. Let no man out of Bethlehem tonight. This is an order. Yes, sir. Come, Benjamin. The town is deserted. The windows are shuttered. There's no light at all. Benjamin, imagine what it will be like to lead them before Herod. Here, your majesty. Here are your three kings delivered right into your hands. And what is more, here is the newborn king, too. Sir, you would bring him back, too? Yes, I will bring him back. For the three kings, Herod will make me a general. And for the newborn child, who knows... Perhaps his chief minister. But first, we must find him. Innkeeper, open up here. I do not answer out of stubbornness. Well, I'll knock with the handle of my sword. That'll rouse him.
0: Who is it? Who is
2: it this time? I told you that would bring him. Open up, innkeeper.
0: I'm sorry there's no room at this inn tonight. I, I'm very sorry. We have
2: not come asking for a room, but if we had, believe me, you would find it soon enough, for we are from Herod's palace. From Herod's palace.
0: I knew there would be trouble tonight. All these strange visitors. And now this. Believe me, sir, we are innocent. We've done nothing wrong, nothing at all. We've taken in some poor wayfarers and given them a place to sleep at the stable. Surely there's no crime in that. Oh,
2: sir, why are you laughing? I was laughing at the way you tremble. Ezra? How do you know my name? So I'm right, it is you.
0: Who are you? You
2: don't know me? You don't remember the boy who was your friend? A boy by the name of Cyrus? Cyrus.
0: (laughs) long time ago, there was a boy named Cyrus, whose father was a potter here in
2: Bethlehem. Exactly.
0: So it is you. After so many years, it seems almost impossible. Well, is
2: this the way in which you greet an old friend, don't you ask him in? Won't you welcome him back after all this time? Of course, Cyrus. Come in. Come in. Come, Benjamin. We are being made welcome by an old friend. What is it, Ezra? Why do you stand there and stare at me so?
0: It's still difficult to believe. To see you in your uniform with... Herod's insignia on your breastplate. Yes, I'm very much
2: surprised. Surprised or disappointed, Ezra?
0: I've not said anything. Far be it from me to criticize an officer
2: of Herod's army. You couldn't disguise the way you feel, Ezra. You are disappointed, aren't you?
0: Do you really wish to know?
2: As an old friend to another, you can be truthful with me. Cyrus, I have a clear and
0: fond memory of those old days. I remember when my father wished to provide for you. He said you could work here at the inn. I remember how proudly you said that you were going to Jerusalem, that you were going to be a great merchant or a great scholar.
2: And now to see you this way. There are all kinds of greatness in this world, Ezra. You, being an innkeeper in a humble town like Bethlehem, would not know that. And perhaps you would not even believe me, but I am here now because the king himself instructed me to come here. Yes, your old friend is of some importance in high places. Oh, I wish you could have seen your face when you recognized this uniform, how you you stood at the door and trembled.
0: Is that your new measure of importance, Saris, how much you can make others tremble?
2: I have no need to answer your questions, Ezra. I'm here on important business, and you're wasting my time. Now, I have some questions which you must answer. And I ask these not as a friend, but as the captain of King Hallet.
0: I will answer what is required
2: of me. Three kings from far off countries came to stay in Bethlehem. Did they come here?
0: They are peaceful men. Surely they've not transgressed any law. Then they
2: are here. You've seen them. Yes, I've seen And some shepherds, too, who came telling a strange story? Yes, the shepherds, too. What brought them to this door? I... I do not know. Then perhaps I will tell you. A child. A newborn child.
0: You know that?
2: Very little I do not know. So, Ezra, you have lied to me, huh? Not a very nice way to treat an old friend. Perhaps not. Then somehow
0: you do not seem like an old friend, Cyrus. I don't know whether it's the uniform or the hard, determined look in your eye. But from the instant I opened the door, I've been afraid of you. I never used to be afraid of him.
2: Him? My old friend. The boy I used to know. A fool and a dreamer is what he was.
0: Indeed. Tell me, Cyrus... When does a man exchange dreams for ambitions?
2: As soon as he is old enough or clever enough to know the kind of world he lives in. Now you will show me where the child is.
0: You must understand, this is a very special child. Since his birth, many strange things have happened.
2: Kings have come from far-off places to see him, and shepherds have been driven mad by strange voices because of him.
0: You could not say that if you'd seen their faces as I have... Not mad, my friend. Inspired. In their eyes, a glow of reverence such as I've not seen in any man in my lifetime. I tell
2: you, this is different from anything which has ever happened before. You will make a very eloquent witness, Ezra. I think perhaps I will have to take you along, too. Witness? Well, what do you mean? You will see. Now take us to where the child is.
0: Cyrus, I plead with you. In the name of the friendship we once had, do not become involved in this raise your hand against the child is to raise your hand against god himself
2: god will not make me a general herod will
0: take me to the child so that's it that's what you've been promised and you would buy high office with the blood of innocent take
2: me to the trial
0: come this way
2: is in here. Well, if this child is as special as you say, why have you put him in the stable? Stable? This is the stable, isn't it?
0: Strange. Since the child was born, I've not been able to think of this as a stable,
2: but a holy place. You sound as daft as the rest of the mesmer.
0: Do I? Well, I can't find names to put on what I feel. I know only that I felt
2: strong and peaceful and inspired since this child was born here. You whet my appetite, Ezra. I would like to see this child, which has had such an effect upon all of you. Open the door.
0: Cyrus, please, before I do, in memory of old times, promise me this one thing. You will not harm the child.
2: Benjamin. Yes, sir. I have no time to argue with fools. Open the door.
1: Sir, if what he says is
2: true, You too, Benjamin. Open the door, I said. Yes, sir. So, I have found all of you. You, shepherds. You three, the kings. Am I right? And there, there, lying in the manger. Let me see for myself. And this is... Is this
0: this newborn child? Yes, my friend. Some, a
2: child! I have never seen such a child before. But this whole place seems to glow with this presence. And the way they all kneel and worship shepherds and kings side
0: by side.
2: I see it, and yet I cannot believe it.
0: Is it so difficult to believe,
2: my friend?
0: Are not all men the children of God, and therefore equals before God? You may kneel, too,
2: if you wish. You would never say that to me if you knew why I came here and who sent me. I may not know why you have come here, but I do know who sent you. By the insignia on my breastplate?
0: I had not even noticed that, my friend. I knew from the look in your eyes. God has brought you here. For what purpose? I do not know. But it cannot be an evil purpose, or else he would not have brought you to this place
2: on this night. You really believe that? Can you look at me and say that God has brought me here for a good purpose? Yes, my
0: friend. So if you wish, you may kneel here, too, and pray. Come, my friend, kneel, pray, you will feel better.
3: Coming to the town gate now. Sir, do you hear me?
2: I can hear you, Benjamin.
3: We will stop at the gates
2: and you will knock there and let the sentry know we wish to leave the town.
3: Yes, sir. Who is it?
0: Who wishes to leave the town this time of night? Open
3: up for an officer of King Herod. Oh,
0: yes, sir. Uh, sir. I have not left here for a moment, and I followed your instructions. No one has been allowed to leave the town.
2: I give you different orders now. Three men riding on camels will be here soon. You will allow them to go. Sir? And a little family, a man, a woman, and a child. You will allow them to go, too. But before you... A man can change his mind, can't he? A man can change, can't he? You have heard the orders. Come, Benjamin, we must go.
3: Sir, where will we go? We can't go back to Jerusalem, not after warning those people to flee. If Herod finds out... I will not go
2: back to Jerusalem.
3: And you have such great ambitions, sir.
2: When does a man exchange dreams for ambitions? When Ezra asked me that, I realized how much I'd changed. And when I saw the child, I realized how evil a man i had become. That I could seek to buy high position with the life of a child. For Benjamin, I am through with that kind of ambition. With Herod and with evil of all kinds, I am not going back. But where will you go, sir? does not matter so much where a man goes. It is what he does there. The child, by his presence, changed a stable into a holy place. Well, I will find some humble place and devote my life to making it a better place. Benjamin. A man's dream. And his ambitions can be the same if his purpose is good.
1: Next week, on the same network at this time, we will present another episode in the greatest story ever told from the greatest life ever lived.